Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it and this other guy Steve. Chew it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. Chew it, they're gonna get chewy. Chew it, they might even get me. Chew it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Mm. What are you eating, Queen? Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. The freezer's full of them still. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you'd gotten rid of all your all the foods. Um, I had uh, everything got they got rid of everything except for the mint uh, cookies. Okay, so it's mint Christmas cookies. Yeah, I don't like anything with mint in it, and okay. so I told my kids that as I we'll talk about my New Year's resolution about yeah. uh, getting healthy, but that's the only Christmas cookie that could be left. You don't like mint? I don't. I like to brush my teeth with it. Yeah, but I don't like to eat it as a dessert. Okay, but the, you know, the first I like to freshen my breath with it. Yeah, I mean, you eat those uh, breath strips. I don't eat them. I u- I use them in a utilitarian manner. I know that's that's. I've always found that weird because, like, I'll, I I like a cert. Okay. A singular cert, and I'll put it in my mouth and like suck that peppermint. Yeah. Or the spearmint or the whatever it is. Right. But you don't the like mint. that. Like that's a waste of time for you. You want the. Function. It is. I mean, I, I don't. I don't dislike it. And I used to do the same thing, but like. Back when you were a kid. Uh, you know, in my younger years, I sucked mints when I was a kid. Yeah, all the time. But now I figure, I just I'm using it for the utilitarian purpose of freshening my breath. Yeah. And so I want the smallest thing I can hold in my pocket. Yeah. And it's those thin strips, as opposed to uh, like a box of Tic Tacs or Altoids or a roll of lifesavers. Sure. That's too much for me. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, all other stuff you've got in there. Yeah. Your cell phone, your money, right. your condoms. Right. My lipstick, my, yeah, all my compact. Stuff. Yeah, 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 all that I know. stuff. Um, but, that's, but that's funny. I mean, first of all, no, uh, I do remember the day that you first, that when those breath strips came out. Right. You were amazed by them. I, we all were. We were like, oh, my God, these They're things so are thin. cool. And you, re- you remember this. I don't know if you, remember, you noticed this yesterday. We were sitting around the writing table. Yeah. Which we can talk about also. Yeah. And Soder pulled out, uh, he had the same strips. <laughs> oh, that's because he wants to be like you. Well, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's probably the same reason, but like, I kind of felt like I cornered the market on that. Yeah. But then Soder had it. Were you pissed? Did you feel angry? No, I, th- I feel like it's the right thing to do. Um, Why not have the smallest uh, thing, flattest thing in your pocket? Well, you can have. that's what they said about cell phones. And that's now, what they like, said about my dick. The giant What's up? Oh, thank you very everybody. much. Thank you. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. By the way, oh, and and before we do wish Happy New Year, I was also going to say, you know, toothpaste. They have like orange flavored toothpaste. I know my kids do it. My kids like do bubble gum flavored toothpaste. That I, love crap. I love the I love the bubble watermelon. Gum is too much. You know, that kind of and that's gross. But the orange one is actually quite delicious. <laughs> is it only because you like oranges? Is that why? Uh, you like watermelons? You don't like? Uh, I I actually am not. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I can eat watermelons. I'm not a crazy uh, watermelon guy. Oh, I, I like love, I, love I like cantaloupe. Okay. Okay. I love cantaloupe. Do you have cantaloupe toothpaste? <laughs> You know what? If they had it, I'd buy it, and I'd use it. Okay. And you'd be like, God, your breath smells like cantaloupe. Have you been right. melon? Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So it smells great. Why don't they have apple uh, toothpaste? Isn't the apple supposed to give you fresh breath? Um, I, I, I don't know uh, on either count. Well, you do, because you're the one who told me it. That apples give you fresh breath? Yeah. I know parsley gives you fresh breath. Didn't you do a movie... And like a line in it was something about, oh, you must have been eating a lot of apples. Yeah. Like your breath is fresh. You must have been eating a lot of apples. And I was like, what's that all about? And you're like, well, didn't you know like apples give you fresh breath? Uh, Don't you I, remember that? I remember 
this line, Apple's giving, but I now I for the life of me I can't remember what it was, but I remember like Apple's. Giving, Wasn't it a short film you did, like a student film, Apple. and there's about a girl and a guy. Oh well, and that, it must be Where for Arthur Romeo. <laughs> oh, it must be. <laughs> well, there's a. I did a couple of short films. I did. I did Where for Arthur Romeo. Right. I did, and that was the one with the Sandcastles line. Right. Do you remember that one? I do. It's one of the know, funniest lines you've ever had to say in a movie. Yeah, it, it was the, or exchanges at least. Yeah, like it, it's basically the, the plot is I get dumped by my girlfriend. It's a, it's an excellent short film. It's an excellent. We, you and I, we watched. It was, we had a stone cold experience with that. Like we watched it. Yeah. The Broken Lizard, and then we rewound it and watched it a second time. But it's not because it was good. It's because it was entertaining. Yes. Right. Because it was so bad. Exactly. It was fantastic. Exactly. And we're talking about like 1994 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Like I had long hair in it. I had my yeah. ponytail yeah. going. Yeah. But the plot is that I get dumped by my girlfriend. Right. And then I meet another girl. Right. And uh, in the meeting process, I, I like, I say to her, uh, oh, have you ever built a sandcastle? Right. And she says, yeah, why? And I say, oh, because I bet you'd be good at it. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know what this line is. <laughs> what does that mean? And when we were rehearsing it, the director was was like, this is to the girl. He's like, now remember, this is the line. When he said, when Steve says this to you, this is the line that turns you. Now you have a crush on him. After right. this now line. you love him because he asked if you ever built yeah. a sandcastle. <laughs> this is where you decide you like him. Okay. And like, and she and I were then rehearsing. I was like, I, don't, I can't do this. Like, this is terrible. And so like, she and I went to him. Right. And I said, I have to be honest with you. I feel like if I said this to a girl, right, she would run away screaming. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I disagree. Mm-hmm. And we had one of those collaborative like disagreements <laughs> where you're like, where he got a little mad, and I was like, right. okay, pain in the ass actor. Yeah, just do the script. Just fucking sell my words. Right. And so then the next morning, uh, the day we we're supposed to shoot the scene, he was like, I stayed up all night rewriting the scene for you. And he gave it to me, and he's like, I hope you're happy. And I. I looked at it, and the new the new line uh, was, uh, she says to me, like, like I, I think I'm like an English major, whatever it was. She, right. She's like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, I write short stories. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. Tell, tell me about one. And I said, well, I just wrote one uh, about a little princess who uh, built a sandcastle on the beach. <laughs> and Aphrodite okay. liked the sandcastle so much. Yeah. Aphrodite. Aphrodite. And Aphrodite liked the sandcastle so much that she turned the sandcastle to stone huh. and took it with her back to Mount Olympus. Huh. Not the, not the little princess. No, the, the, princess, the princess was collateral <laughs> She damage. turned the princess into stone yeah. and she brought her up there so she yeah. could look at her because she built the sandcastle. Yeah, the problem is the princess was still making the sandcastle and her arm turned to stone. <laughs> Just collateral damage. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? So they call her little princess stone arm. Yeah. Uh, so 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 after I took the oh, took the castle so the, oh, so the line is, up to Olympus, and then the girl says to me like, "Oh my god, that's such a great story." <laughs> and I looked at that, and I was like, "You know what? I actually I can sell. Yeah, I can sell the first. I version. can sell the first sandcastle one." So I sold the. I did the first sandcastle. I meant right. it. Oh, and and believe you me, when we watched that, that was a quotable quotable for quite a while. Yeah. Right. Have you ever built a sandcastle? Yeah. I, no. Why? I think you'd be really good at it. Yeah. Well, cue the strings, bro. Cue the fucking tongue kissing. (laughs) (laughs) But that, you know, it's funny because like uh, of all, you know, it's like we have many, many uh, videotapes and and, uh, files. Yeah. That one is, that 
VHS tape is on my shelf, front and center, because like I, I, I haven't watched it in years, but like it's a highlight, right? Because we watched that, and it was like if the guy wanted to make an awful movie, it's like that movie, The Room, that people went to see. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Like I remember, like and there's a voiceover, and it's like my my girlfriend. First of all, she, uh, okay, so she so she dumps me. Right, and then I'm like, well, I'm going to get revenge. The voiceover is like because I happen to know that her all her girlfriends are going to be at the big game today, <laughs> and it was like a flag football it was game flag or something. Football. It was flag football that adult men were playing. Yeah, it was a two on two, the big game, <laughs> and it was me and three black guys. Now, this, right. I say that because this is important. Yeah, so it's me and three black guys. Right, and one of them is my teammate, and then the other two are the other team. This is the big game. Yeah, and the only spect there's three spectators. It's her three girlfriends. <laughs> So, like, the, I know they're going to be at the big game. So the big game is a two-on-two flag football game, and three girls are watching. <laughs> right. And then... That's and independent the, film, bro. Yeah. And then in the game, I twist my ankle. Yeah. I just go down. Right. And uh, and then the the two black guys on the other team are like, hey, Patrick, you're such a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, they get, they get mad at me and call me a pussy. Right. And then they all leave me there with my twisted ankle, and the girls look back at me like I'm a pussy, and they all walk right. away. Was it a racial statement? That they... Well, and then okay. the next scene yeah. is, like, I go sit down at the cafeteria. Yeah. And independent film-wise, there's nobody in the cafeteria. <laughs> right, right. And uh, It's post-apocalyptic uh, high school, whatever yeah. it is. College, yeah. Go ahead. And so I'm sitting, uh, uh, it's an empty uh, cafeteria, except for... Uh-huh. The girl that I'm about to meet, <laughs> right? Avi, Avi, s- sitting at the same table, right? <laughs> and then I look over because I didn't see them before. I look over, and it's my girlfriend. Oh, with the three black guys. Okay, and one of them tongue kisses her. Okay, and then gives me a look like a like a hey hey fuck you uh, right like if you didn't sprain your ankle yeah. You'd be where I am check right this now. Out. I'm fucking your girlfriend. Um, check I'm, your girlfriend's mine. Yeah, and okay. it's evil. And it's the the thing you you that strikes you when you see it, you're like like what is this like a racist movie? Like yeah. what's this? Right. What's going on around? What here? is this movie this guy making? Yeah, well, it's about sandcastles. Um, okay, uh, February seventh, uh, we have been uh, asked to uh, come to the San Francisco Sketch Fest, and they're going to do a tribute to Broken Lizard. Oh yeah, that's, that's great. pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, we went to the San Francisco Sketch Fest and did our podcast last year, and it's awesome. There's all kinds of great people up there, and so it was cool for them to ask us to come up. So all five guys, uh, we're going to go up there on uh, Saturday the 7th, and mm-hmm. we're going to do a show at 8 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. And it's kind of a panel discussion. We'll have like a moderator, and we'll be there, and they'll show some clips, and we'll shoot the shit and have some laughs, and uh, it should be a fun night. So If uh, people have never been... To uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest, it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. There's like, like first of all, if you, if you're if you're just a star fucker, there's plenty of celebrities. <laughs> but if you like comedy, there's I mean, there's stuff going on all over. So the city. many shows, it's unbelievable the amount of shows. Yeah, and the names that are in town for yeah. those couple of weeks. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, you know famous people who got their start in sketch comedy or improv come back and do this. It's uh, it's the biggest. Is it the largest sketch festival? I'm in sure. The country? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, but it's amazing. And yeah, and we're lucky enough to uh, to go up there. They're, they're going to have us up there, which is awesome. Yeah. So people can get tickets for it. Uh, I think the uh, the uh, website is sfsketchfest.com. 
uh, or I think they're on Twitter at, at SF Sketchfest. And, uh, or you can just follow us, uh, and we'll, we'll post up some info about it. So at Hefford and Rules or at Steve Lemmy. And uh, if you're in the San Francisco area or, or want to go to San Francisco that weekend, come. Come to the show. Mm. We'll all be there. You can meet all, not just the two guys you're hearing from here. Yeah. But those other three clowns. Will be we'll have the, uh, the engine. Yeah. And the engine and the other two whiteies. The two whiteies. <laughs> the two honkies. Question. Your, your, um, your Twitter. My Twitter? Your Twitter. Is it blowing up after last night's appearance on Agent Carter? Fuck yeah, dude. I think I was trending for a little while. Were you? Like yeah. as Kevin Heffernan or as No, as Farva. Farva. As Farva. Agent Farva. Well, because everyone was like, um, I mean, it was such a small little thing on the, th- on the thing. It was fun to go do it. And it was such a small little thing. But um, You were a dick. I know. But seeing that, me as a dick in a diner, yeah, everyone was all jumping on it. Like they wanted me... To order liter cola, sure. they wanted me to jump over the counter. They want to do all that shit. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess Farva started kind of trending. But and, like, uh, so like you're in the opening scene and you're in the closing scene. Yeah. And by the way, I was fooled because like it said Agent Carter two hour premiere, and I well, knew you were in the first scene, and the last scene, and yeah, and then an hour into it, like all of a sudden. Well, what they did is is, is essentially a mini series. They shot like eight episodes. Yeah. And on the first night, they were going to air the two ep- the first two episodes back to back. Yeah, and but they called it like one big two hour episode. Yeah, but it was really the first two episodes. But it's funny because it's like I was expecting this whole big thing in the opening thing, and it's like like first of all, it wasn't the opening scene. There was like a cold open and some there's Captain a bunch America of other stuff. stuff. Yeah, but then we go to the diner. I was like, oh, this is it. I'm watching with my wife. Right, and uh, <laughs> I see you there. I'm like, oh, that's there. There he is. There's right. no mistaking that form. Right, and. Uh, then it's just like, hey, you call this a BLT? Yeah. And then, and then that was it. And then Agent Carter, I was, she was like, Does he, is he a regular? And the waitress was like, yeah. I'm like, first of all, he wasn't that much of a dick. <laughs> Second of all, like, Agent Carter, fucking relax. Right. Like, what do you, like, get on uh, every rude person in the country? Well, I, I was re- representing, as I often do, uh, the rude male yeah. of the world. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, honestly, it's funny because when you see these things, and I think we had Vigman on, she talked about it the other day, too. It's like, why don't you tell people when you're on these shows? Because, like, when you get on those shows, you never know what's going to be, make it. You know what I mean? You might end up being an extra in a diner, you know? So, yeah, there was a little more of a dickish conversation in that opening scene. Yeah. But they d- decided that they would didn't need it. To. Yeah, well, that was the funny thing is that, like, then the scene was done and, and my wife was like, that's it? That's all? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but the nice thing is, like, when the credits are rolling at the beginning, when they're giving the, like the billing and everything, it's like it's like its own form of like a Russian roulette. It, right. you know, it's, it's exciting. You're like, are they going to give him? Like, is, is he going to get a pop up? It's like name, right. name, name, right. name, right. and then you got you got it. I got it. You were I the last it. one. I got it. Yeah. You're in a little group of three. And uh, but I, after I saw the first little scene that I did, I was like, oh boy, they're just going to cut it all out anyway. So yeah, but then. But then you got your comeuppance. Then I got my good shit later on. Yeah. Then you then you were a real dick. Yeah. What was your? You, you were like a, a like I seen better food like this in a POW camp or something like that. Yeah. Like I was in a POW camp. Or I I was in a POW camp. Apparently, <laughs> apparently for years they didn't starve you. And the eggs were better in the POW camp than were here. She should have made a fat joke. Like uh, well, she makes a joke and then I slap her on the ass. Yeah, dick. And which was funny because we did like six or seven takes of it. Did you have a boner? Not at all, but I felt terrible because I had to slap this. The girl probably had like a handprint on her ass. Oh, because you smacked it hard? Yeah. Well, not hard, but you had to oh. act, you know. So how hard did you smack it? Uh, well, I mean, if, if you smack any ass six or seven times, it's going to leave a mark on it, right? 
but um, uh, uh, to make a short story long, uh, uh, originally it was written as a stunt where she flips me out of the diner chair onto the ground and then sticks a fork in me. Yeah. And we actually shot it. We shot it that way with a stunt man. And so when we shot it the first time, I did like six or seven takes, slapped her on the ass, and then the stunt guy did his take, and he had to slap her on the ass. Yeah. So that chick was getting her ass slapped a lot. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable to do that. Sure, Because sure. it's not nice. Ah, she's getting paid. And she's an actress. She True. Knows. And so, uh, uh, but then ultimately... Then, wait, they just, does, does, does Agent Carter stick, in the original, did she stick a fork in you and say, you're done? Uh, no. I, w- I would have liked that. I would have liked a little comedy. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't... It wasn't a super comic show, you know what I mean? Which is surprising because I, I like DC tends to be the one without the jokes in their in their stuff. Marvel right. always has good humor. I mean, there's some there is some humor in it, but it was it's a it's not uh, yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, a little sinister. Yeah, and uh, and they ultimately someone determined that that stunt where she flipped me on the chair was a little too violent. Okay. And uh, given the 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 the, the, the punishment didn't fit the crime, <laughs> I guess so. Stabbing you I with guess a fork. That's, I guess that's probably why. I thought it was more of like you know because Disney makes the show and they want kids to watch it. Well, I'm sure somebody's like, ah, that's not very nice of her to do. She okay? He smacked her on the ass. She doesn't have to flip him and stab him with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it was more of a just kind of a, we reshot it and I stayed in the chair and then she just jabbed me in the ribs. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've left. You've also left out the part. Where you mugged excessively to the camera. Oh, yeah, I know. That's that great. was where I was loving it. That's great. I was like, holy shit, look at that. That's comedy. <laughs> That's comedy fear right there. But there were no lines either. Hey, you made... you, you made. Your, uh, I mean, I said a few things, but they didn't use them. And then it was also like, you know... That's where it's funny. You work with the director. You're like, how comic is my fear versus yeah. how real is my fear? Did you do any real takes uh, of fear? Yeah, sure. Did like, all kinds uh, of things. Uh, uh, yeah. And then they're like, no, you know what? Do it. You uh, do the other way. Yeah, but it was fun. It was fun to uh, to go do that show and uh, and afterwards people saw it and they liked it. And your kids watch it. Yep, my kids watch it. Were they psyched? They were. Uh, they were a little concerned, like uh, about maybe me being too mean to yeah. the waitress. Yeah. And then my niece apparently was concerned that um, Agent Carter was going to kill me. Okay. He was going to kill Uncle Kevin. Okay. She didn't want to see that happen. How old is your niece? Uh, four. Okay. Oh yeah. Or that's, five. That's scary. Yeah. A- after you shot the scene, did you like say, uh, "Excuse me, Agent Carter, it was a pleasure working with you"? <laughs> <laughs> she was very nice, Haley Atwell. I talked to her a little bit on the set. She was very nice. Did you say like, "Oh, by the way, I loved you in Super Troopers"? <laughs> uh, she didn't. The funny thing was that I think she had no idea who I was. Yeah. And it was funny because when we were shooting the first scene with the stunt man. What would happen is the stuntman would would swap out for me, and so it was kind of like sometimes I'd be sitting in the chair, sometimes he'd sit in the chair. Yeah. And there was one time where she flipped me out of the chair because she thought I was the stuntman, so she didn't know who the fuck I was. Oh, so she didn't looking at you. She didn't know, right? And so then, uh, but the writers who are Agent Carter, I thought you were supposed to be very observant. (laughs) I'm not the. I'm terribly sorry. And uh, but the writers of that show, who are all the guys who wrote the Captain America movies and the Marvel guys, are fans of our are fans of our show, okay. of our uh, movies and stuff. And so they, when they came to the set, they were very nice to me, very gracious, and we shot the shit and we had some laughs. And I think at some point she was like, "Oh, who is this gentleman? Are you somebody?" But all the writers seem to really enjoy talking to him. What is going on here? And I think then she kind of maybe realized that. Um, it was the kind of thing where, like, 
everyone's talking to you and no one's paying her any attention. No, no, I no. She is the, the center of attention. She is Agent Carter, bro. You don't fuck with Agent Carter. I'll tell you what. Not to be a sexist, but that scene where Agent Carter was wearing the the dress and the blonde wig, like she had some gazongas. <laughs> Holy shit, Agent Carter. Good for Agent Carter. Agent Cleavage is more like it. I know. And she, was ki- she you know, made out with bubbles. She did make out with bubbles. I said, it's bubbles. It's bubbles. Made out and knocked him out. I her, know. With her, with, her, with her special kiss me and knock me out lipstick. But. Yeah. I remember, you know, Catwoman in the Batman TV series used to have a similar lipstick. She did. Yeah. And then I remember there was an episode where she tried to kiss Batman uh-huh. and knock him out and he wasn't getting knocked out. And at the end of it, he pulled off somehow Batman knows. Sure. Sure. Because he, he's safe. Yeah. Batman pulled off uh, like little, f- like a plastic lip, lip, lip fla- shaped uh, film, right? That he p- used to protect his lips. So smart, bat lips. Yeah, he had bat lips <laughs> <laughs> that he had put on in advance, just in case. <laughs> Apparently, like uh, Batman is a herpes phobe. <laughs> that probably was a yeah. Robin, I'm never going to get herpes in my life. Yes. Do you know why? Because I put these little uh, bat, my bat lips. lips on. My bat lips prevent me from having herpes. Yes. And my bat dick. <laughs> It's just a condom. Just a, <laughs> you know it as a condom. Yeah. <laughs> holy lamb, holy lambskin, Batman. You can't lip, even see it. He's got a lip condom on. He really does. Like a, a dental lip. dam. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Um, happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Merry Year, Christmas. Everyone. I hope everyone had a great holiday. It was great. And uh, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, was your holiday great or... Uh, my holiday, uh, it was good and bad. It was a mixed okay. bag of nuts. You didn't travel, which is a, 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 a unusual thing for you. Right? Well, I mean, you know, we have traveled with the kids. Yeah. And we had traveled recently, or, you know, over the summer, we'd gone to Miami. But, you know, it's like a three-year-old and an, and an eight-month-old. And it's just we're just like, you know, it's so it's it's just a little hectic. Yeah. And traveling at the holidays anyway sucks. Yeah. And we just didn't feel like doing it. Right. And so, you know, my dad came out to visit, to stay with us, and my wife's sister okay. came out to stay with us. Right. So we actually... Uh, did they hook up? Uh, they did. <laughs> well, it's funny. It was funny because, like, uh, at one night we went to Monty's. Okay, yeah. And, uh, you know, we brought the kids, and we were there and everything. And, like, you know, like, when my dad comes out, yeah, he pays for everything. Right. And even, like, if I, like pull out my credit card and pay for right. something. If I do it on the sly, which is the only way I can get it done, Yeah, me too. Same way. He gets pissed off. Yeah, mine too. He's like, what? no, no. Like, he gets mad at the waiters. He's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. And they're like, are you dead? It's something. like World War Three. Yeah. And like, you've been a waiter. Uh, uh, I always think it's funny from that side. Oh, like, yeah. they must see it a hundred times a night. Yeah. That the dad or the kid or somebody's trying to pay the bill. Just the give other. me the fucking card you want to Did you use. deal with that a lot when you were a waiter? Or? Oh, yeah. And I'd be like... Uh, I'm going to pay the bill. Don't let him give you the... Blah, blah, blah. But you get involved in the shuffle because it's right. like you know that the one guy really wants to pay. And so it's like you're, you're part of the game. And it's like ultimately it's like are you going to give... Who do you side with? Who do you let Who do you let pay? Right. But it's like there's one guy... Because like here's what you don't want to do if you're a waiter. Right. Is to take the dad's credit card... Right. And then the guy who was trying to give you the credit card first gets mad at you. Is like, I said, I'm fucking paying. <laughs> right. And has that, that, that ever happened? That has happened to me. And yeah. then you get punished a little bit in the tip. Okay. Because but no, because the dad is giving the tip, right? No, no. The guy, the kid, the guy who's paying is, is leaving the tip. I see. With his credit card. Okay. But, you know, whatever. So you don't want to get caught in that thing. Sure. But it seems like a funny thing that you do. But ultimately, as a waiter, 
do you really give a shit? You don't. Like, you pretend like, well, I didn't mean to, but who gives a fuck? As long as you get paid, let them fight it You're out. just like, which one of these two cats looks like they're going to be the better tip? That's, that's, that's what it comes out there, right? That's, uh, and so, uh, but so... Okay, so you had that. So, so we went to Monty's, you know, big dinner. And so my dad always pays for everything. Right. And, you know, lunch, you know, fucking delivery, right. food delivery, the whole thing. And so, uh, but uh, Megan, my, my wife's sister, yeah. she had given the, the, her credit card... Tonight was the night she she wanted to pay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean she that that's one, like farther down the priority list. I feel like. Yeah, but she was like, like you wouldn't think that she would be. No, in order she have to. Right. Exactly. Um, but she has a good job. She makes money. Sure. And so sure. she was like, you know, afterwards she was like, look, you know, look, I'm drinking the wine. I'm drinking your wine. You're taking me out to like dinner and everything like that. But to get back to your original thing, so my yeah. dad got mad at her. Oh God. Yeah. Because it was like she did it on the sly. Like the right. waitresses came over with the check. Paid, it was paid for. Right. With the credit card sticking out. And my dad was like, no. What the hell? No. <laughs> and and she was like, I didn't do anything. She's hiding under the table. Yeah. And we're like, and we're all like, you know, Megan, Megan, Megan. But like the what came out of it right. was that we're like, I'll tell you what. Uh, dad, you, why don't you, you can take Megan out uh, to dinner in New York City. <laughs> and Megan was like, oh, I, I'll do that. I'll do that. And we're okay. like, and, and she can stick it to you. She's like, oh, I'll. I will run up a check for your dad. Uh, okay. To pay for it. My dad was like, okay, all right. All right. Would that ever happen or no? I will do that. Will that ever happen? It'll happen if, if uh, Megan, uh, if we tell her that she has to call him and make it happen. But would she do that though? Yeah, she would. Okay, because if my brother told me to do that, I'd be like, fuck off. I'm not doing that. Yeah. but Like going out to dinner with your father-in-law. Are you fucking crazy? But Megan is good like that. Like, she's a very social person. I know. That's what I'm saying. There are people who are better people than I am. Yeah. Oh, oh there are a lot of them, Kev. <laughs> there are a lot of them. Right. But also, as you know, my dad is a creature of habit, and yeah. he likes to go to the same spots in right. his neighborhood. Right. Papaya dog. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> pizza pie and knish. Pita <laughs> right. uh, pizza pie and knish. Right. Uh, but no, so, so like... Jose's Mexican Cantina... That's racist. Why? That is racist. It's just a Mexican Be- restaurant. Because there's no... A papaya hot dog's not racist? Uh, no, because there was no s- Hispanic slant to it. Okay. Now you're just suggesting... I think you're reading into it. Okay, I could be. Okay. Hey, listen, that's uh, that's my paranoia. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but her... her f- a friend of Megan's happens to have uh, bought the restaurant that my dad and I have gone to a million times. No shit, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, like... Uh, she's been saying when, like, to my dad, like, when you go in there, you you should drop my name and you know, like, or let me know in advance, and I can get you hooked up. But he's like, no. Mm-hmm. But so now they're going to go there. Okay. And uh, what kind of restaurant's that? Is uh, it romantic? It, well, it is. It's like small. with your like thirty year old sister in law and your eighty year old father. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll be they'll be like, you know, they'll look at Megan. They'll be like, oh, you know what that is, don't you? Yeah. That's a, that's a call girl right there. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. That's look a, at that. He must have money. That's a gold digger, is what that is. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of restaurant is that restaurant? Is it nice? Uh, yeah, it's like one of those. It's a place with small portions. Tapas? Uh, no, you goddamn <laughs> racist. Yeah. Uh, so what? Like, uh, like what? Like, uh, is it a tapas joint or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know, it's like a it's like a fancy Italian joint. Oh, okay. And like little small portions. Small portions. Yeah, okay. but the smaller the portion, the more romantic. 
Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was you. You 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 had the the father, the sister in law, the father, sister in law. We did a lot okay. of a lot. Like we really partied. I mean, we hit the arch, really? the Malbec wine big time. Really? Yeah. Did your, does your dad like bring like cases of it or something, or you just go out and buy it? No, we just buy it here. Okay, <laughs> he brings it on the plane with him, <laughs> along along with his pet goat. Steve, get my bags and yeah. my goat. Yeah. Oh. I brought wine and goat. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget the chicken, too. I did bring a chicken, too. It's just excessive. Uh, I carried him on, though. Uh-huh. But we are going to kill it in a Santeria exercise. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. Yeah. For good luck, you cut the chicken's throat. Yeah, don't uh-huh. worry. The irony, though, is that uh, I finally got the chicken in known traveler's number, so he uh, didn't have to wait on the uh, But don't pump. And now we are going to kill him. But don't pump. Anyway. Uh, but so, and then, uh, but, the, but the, then the annoying thing was that... Everyone got sick. Oh, jeez! Uh, like Mike, like my older son, the three-year-old who goes to school, right. brought a sickness back to the house. Right. Which the younger son, okay. the eight-month-old, got. Was it weird when your dad got sick and then your sister-in-law got sick immediately after him? Was that weird? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird, and uh, and she was giving him dirty looks. Uh, but so uh, then my wife got sick. Then my wife yeah. lost her voice. Thank God. <laughs> and there are worse things I can oh, imagine well. than that. For like three <laughs> you know days, I mean. she lost her voice. Um, but so she was. Whisper- but it's like the nice thing is that's funny. I'd like to see your wife whisper a lot. Have you ever heard like a Cuban Miami person? No, with no I'd love voice? to hear that. They're like, hold on a second, bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you throat if you keep, if you keep fucking around like that. I'm gonna I'm give you some what for? Hey, motherfucker, you want a Cuban coffee? Um, no. Why the fuck not, you bitch? I'm gonna fucking slice you. Yeah. Hey, 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 motherfucker. Uh, hey, motherfucker. I'm not. I don't like the Christmas present you got me, motherfucker. I'm gonna give you a Colombian necktie, bitch. That's a great character, whispering angry Cuban woman. Whispering Cuban woman. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And so that went on for a couple of days. Yeah, and. Uh, to the point where we actually couldn't uh, go out for New Year's Eve, which is a whole different story. But my dad got sick, and then Megan got sick. Everybody got sick, except for me. Oh, how come you didn't get sick? Well, I have a great constitution, Kev. But, okay. uh, the, but the drawback was that then you wind up becoming the fucking lackey. Oh, yeah. And taking care of everybody and doing everything. It's like that Brady Bunch episode. They're all ringing the bells, and you're bringing them trays of soup. And That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. I was that guy. Yeah. So that, that was my Christmas. But, uh, but a lot of fun. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I guess I guess that's the trade-off for not traveling. Yeah, what now you traveled. I traveled and you know, it's 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 rough. It's a rough travel because of weather and people and, you know, kids. Well, traveling at the holidays sucks. Yeah. I felt like I had a very kind of like a super my my Christmas was like super white, I felt like. It's snowy? No, no. Honky. I felt like uncomfortably honky. Honky. Like I went to New England. Yeah, well, that right there. You right there, stop boom, right there, right. Yeah. But it's not done that. Okay. We went, we went ice skating a couple, yeah. couple times, and went to this rink where uh, all they played was country music. <laughs> okay, okay. So like you're skating and there's fucking blaring country music, and you're in Maine, and then you know we went bowling. Okay. Uh, and uh, black people bowl. I, I I guess so. Yeah, I know you said the New England thing. Like I mean, you go to New England. You look around. There's no. It's it's you know empirical. You look around and there aren't black yeah. people yeah. or Mexican people or whatever it is. Why do you, in L.A. You, why do you say Mexican people in gesture to me? 
Uh, I was gesturing around no, the you're room. You're fucking racist. This, was, this is what I'm talking. Would you about. cut it out? I was just gesturing around the room. You you weren't. I, I have was. eyeballs and they work. Well, I mean, I'm saying like you go to a, a skating rink and it's all white people. You yeah. go to a bowling alley and it's all white people. Yeah, that's that's it's no, not I know. being racist. No, it's I know. The way but, it is. but that's when your arm is going around the room. But then you go. But there are no black people. And you go. And you did. Your hand went to me. And you go. There are no Mexican people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't mean that. And what I'm just Maybe saying I did. is that Maybe like, I did Freudian. Freudian Hispanics. Way. But you're Hispanic. I know, but that's not Mexican. Like Mexicans are Mexicans. Argentinians yeah. are. Argentinians. I realize that. We I come do. from different countries. Okay. I know that. I don't think you do. I do. Okay. But there is a blanket uh, Hispanic there? or Latin or right. Well, you could say that there are not many Hispanics. Okay. In okay. New England, there are not many Hispanics. Thank you. There are Hispanics at the bowling point alley. Point at me all day long. Point at you. Point at me all day long. Um, Go on. This is you know, Katie Levine wants us to do a video podcast. Yeah, this is when it would pay off. So people could see you yeah, pointing right at me, at and then they would, trying to deny it. Well, they would. Yeah, they would be able to decide for themselves whether I was yeah. doing that or not. Yeah. Now they'll just have to trust me, right? Given your record. Um, but anyway, I, I uh, you know, it was okay. kind of weird because I feel like um, you know it's more multicultural here. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. So, you, but so like you, you went to Connecticut. For your parents first? I went to Maine, to Maine first. for the in-laws and then Connecticut for my parents, yeah. Okay, so you traveled to the farthest location first. Farthest location. How many planes are you going on? Uh, only two. We flew to Boston and then drove for four hours. Okay. A, a, a tough trip with three kids? Tough trip. Well, because the, the plane was delayed at LAX for three hours. Holiday travel. So you're hanging out with your kids in an airport for three hours. Which sucks because they are going crazy. Yeah, it's also we flying a red eye, so so it's like they're all f- super fucking tired. You figured you'd at least get them on the plane by ten o'clock and they'd be racked, but now you're not on the plane until one o'clock and they're f- and they're fucking bound, you know. Yeah, and so uh, I'm not familiar enough with your main Christmases, but I know that like when everyone like you, you have a big family, the Heffernan yeah. side of the family. Yeah, the the Connecticut Christmas was pretty pretty wild, pretty a uh, uh, lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, and, and like you have, I mean, literally, it's like, I remember I've been to your house for some of those things. Like, you walk into a bedroom, and there's like 15 beds <laughs> right next to each other. Like, right. the room is one giant bed. They put them all, like, they try to put as many beds in there so that kids can all have like a bunk room, and yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a it's madhouse. Now, is that, that room's got to be kind of fun for the kids, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. That's the thing, like, wonderful for the kids. Great. Great time for the kids, but not relaxing for the parents. And, like, that's why I said to my, you know, I was like, I kind of wanted to do what you were doing yeah. and not travel yeah. and not do all that stuff. And uh, there actually was a point where, uh, I told you the story, where my, we were sitting around the dinner table at my wife's parents' house. And, uh, you know, uh, her dad kind of throws out, like, every once in a while he might want to, you know, celebrate a Christmas somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like a travel Christmas. Yeah. And so I said, I was sitting around the table. I said, "Why don't we do a Christmas next year in California? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Reasonable, right? Well, it'll be great. Yeah. You guys, come out, come out to us." And I thought I was making a great suggestion. And then my wife, mm. out of the blue, mm. in front of the entire family, mm-hmm. said, "No, I think that's a bad idea. Oh, man. I prefer not to do that. I would rather travel for Christmas." Judas and I, we looked at each other across. the table. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I looked at her across the table with. But you have to keep a poker face. Or was it not a poker? Were you like, what the fuck? Well, later on, I was like, what the, you know, in private, I was like, what the, what? he threw me under the bus. I thought I was doing you a favor. You're the one who has a hard job. Yeah. You don't have to travel. Yeah. Right? You're the one who has to cut your vacation short because you have to go back to work. Yeah. What a great situation. She's like, I just, you know, I like, 
a wintry Christmas. I, I don't get to travel as much as you get to travel, so I, you know, this is a time where I get to travel, and I like it. Sure, but like surely when the flight is delayed at LAX and the kids are screaming and everything, she, even though she doesn't get to travel all that much, she has to admit that it's still fucking Well, sucks. that was the thing. Like, then the next week we did at my family's house, yeah. and it, it's a fucking zoo, yeah. and we got home, and she's like, you know what? Oh. Maybe we sh- I should have done for, uh, gone for the California thing. Okay. You should tell her to think before she speaks. I know it. But no, she redeemed herself. The, um, she did one of the most loving acts I've seen. I, this is normally where I would make one of my famous I know, but you're not going to. jokes, right. dirty jokes, but I right. will not go into because I have made a promise. It was one of the most loving things I'd seen. Okay. Is that um, we, uh, every year, I have uh, like 13 or 14 cousins. Uh, so every year at Christmas we do this big uh, Secret Santa or, or you know Yankee Swap kind of thing. You know okay. I mean? And so uh, where you know everyone gets a secret present, you put it in the thing, and people take, get a number, and you take turns to pull your present out, and then you can steal presents from people based on where you draw or whatever. Okay. And oh, wait so, it's like like you can claim somebody else's gift. Yeah, like so, like you give out numbers like one through fifteen, and then the person who gets the first number, number one, picks the first gift. Yeah. And then the person who gets the second number, number yeah. two, can either keep their gift, pull a gift, keep the gift that they just chose, yeah. or they can steal the gift from the first person okay. and trade them. And then it goes all the way down the line. So the third person oh. can pick any okay, gift so again, so, so the fourth the second, person anything So the second person picks another gift first and from then the says, bag, and then yeah. says, "I want that person." No, opens it, yeah, and sa- and then decides either I'm going to keep this gift, yeah, or I'm going to take your gift. Now, if they take that. Gift, yeah. Is it eligible to continue being taken, or does it become officially? There are various rules, but in our rules, it is eligible. It can go, and that's the fun one because it's the hot potato gift. Like, there's one like really good gift, okay, and it keeps getting swapped, okay. So it's like down the line, like number ten goes, and then they could pick any of the first nine gifts that were. Oh, okay. So you don't have to just take the one picked before. No, you could pick anything. The person before anything that's already been picked, you can take it. So number fifteen is the best number. No, it's not the best number. Okay, the best number is number one. Because what happens is when it's all said and done, yeah. one who never had the opportunity gets. can go back, go, gets the last pick. Oh, okay. So one gets the last pick. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I I finished. I had something in the mid-range So you don't give it. Whatever. If you're number one, you're psyched. If you're number one, you're going to get whatever gift you want. Oh, I love that. Okay. So, um, and they're all gag gifts. They're all joke gifts. Yeah. Like uh, the gift that I put into the bag was um, dick soap. Okay. And so okay. it's soap in the shape of a of a cock ring. I see. And you wash your dick with it. Oh, right? okay. Okay. So that that kind of stuff. Okay. You know? And so um where do you find something like that? Uh you know, online. Okay. <laughs> on the internet. On, on the, the internet. That's where I get my various farting uh I was just say like so everybody like I, knows that if there's a farting item that you're all Yeah, I'm like like I threw like a uh like my wife I got I got the one for my wife to put in it was a farting Santa Claus, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? And so anyway, so uh, uh, so uh, you know the gifts started happening and whatever, and then uh, right before I picked uh, a gift popped up that I liked. Uh, it was a mug. It was a coffee mug. Yeah, and it said, "I love farts." <laughs> on it. Okay. Like I heart farts. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, that's a fucking great mug, right?" God, somebody got that with you in mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so I picked my gift, and I don't remember what it was. I opened it. I was like, "Ah, oh, whatever." And then I. Uh, traded it to the person okay, who so had the fart mug, and I stole the fart mug. Okay, so you can do trades. Yeah. 
so you swap, right? So I got the fart mug, and I'm psyched. This is my prize. I got the fart yeah. mug. You know, four guys later, my my brother in law is up. Which brother in law? Doug. Okay. Oh, you've only got one brother. Yeah, I've only got one brother in law, yeah. and he decided he wanted the fart Fucking mug. Doug, and he took the fart mug I, from me. I. That's an aggressive move because everyone knows you're the fart. Yeah, but that's a good. It's a fine move. I mean, everyone is totally acceptable. Okay. That's what you do. If there's a present that's funny or you like it, you do it. How are you feeling okay. when you took the fart mug? So I'm bummed out. He takes the fart mug. Yeah. Okay. What? But what face do you put on it? Are you like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, fine. And then he gave me whatever he gave me. It was I don't know some crap thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. But it was that book. Uh, uh, know your poo or something like that. You know that book, that little brown I've book. Got that Everyone's book. got that book. Got right? that book. Know your poo. Yeah. That's what he gave me, and then he took my fart mug. Okay. And so then, uh, it turned out my wife was number one. Okay. She had the number one. So she picked last. Okay. And when it came down for her to pick last. She sacrificed any desires of her own, and she walked over to Doug, and she took that fart mug Aww. for me. Aww. She took the fart mug so that I could have it. Aww. Do you see what I'm saying here? Oh, my God. Do you see what a loving thing that is? What an angel. She gave up her opportunity to have a prize so that I could have the fart mug. Was it because of the whole California Christmas? Oh, no, that hadn't no, happened yet. no. Well, just because that's the kind of person heart. she is, yeah. And it, it wasn't discussed anyway. I didn't say, could you please get me that fire mug? She just did it. Do you hear that, everybody? Sometimes the best gift you can give is to someone else. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. She did that. Uh, anyway, it was nice. It was, nice. It, was, it, was a, it was a very nice gesture. And now I have the fart mug. That's selfless. Yeah. Okay, so now, okay, that's, that aside, fart mug aside. That's sweet. Whatever was the fallout of your, the nanny, uh... Christmas date story that you told last time. <laughs> the have uh, have my nanny told me that her Christmas. Yeah, recap it. December twenty fourth. Well, yeah. was, you know, it was just that uh, my nanny said, "Oh, by the way, I, I can't work Christmas. Uh, the Wednesday is, is the twenty fourth. Wednesday is Christmas." And I was like, oh, "No, Thursday is Christmas." And we had that. And then she was like, "No, it's the twenty fourth. And I like went to the calendar. I wanted to show her. My Sports Illustrated model swimsuit calendar. That, uh, Adriana Lima says that it's... Uh... Yeah, but uh, but she was like, no, well, in my country, we celebrate on the 24th. And you and I, I t- told you the story, and you and I laughed about it. We're like, oh, my God, she's, you could just, she could make anything up. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have to believe her. Right. And so uh, at Christmas at my house, I wound up telling that story, you know, same way I told you to, like, mock my nanny and, right. like, and, and illustrate that point that she could just make it up right. about her culture. Right. And so this is, like, my Cuban wife... Her Cuban sister, my Argentinian dad, <laughs> right, and every and like my dad is like, oh no, it's the twenty fourth. And my my wife is like, yeah, it's the twenty fourth. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on a second. What, what did the sister in law say? It's the fucking twenty four. <laughs> Actually, my wife was like, it's the twenty fourth, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you stupid motherfucker, twenty four. Everybody, everybody knows it's the twenty fourth. Get in touch with your Latin blood, you stupid motherfucker. But everyone laughed at me, and they, I was like, it's the twenty fifth. Do I need to really talk? Christmas is the 25th. Right. And I was like, Dad, we celebrate on the 25th. We, we wake up and we open presents. Right. And he's like, no, it's the 25th. I'm like, I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not going crazy here. <laughs> but I guess... It's like, not the dispute that, the, that Christmas is the 25th. The dispute is when do you do your celebration, Yeah, well, right? that's what everyone should fucking say. Right. Okay. And my, my dad's like, well, in Argentina... It is celebrated on the 24th. It's called, and it's called, you know, they have like a day. Like, it's called Dia de la Demene. And you're like, okay, all right, here we go. It's like, you know, it's like the opposite of Boxing Day. You whatever. sound racist now. Yeah, I know. Whatever, but I can be. 
and uh, I guess in Cuba, like they did a twenty fourth. Everyone's like, you're, you're, so I'm the asshole. Okay. Okay. So they ce- they do celebrate on the twenty fourth, then then who gives a shit? Did you apologize to your nanny? No, or? no. And, and in fact, I I kind of dicked her over. What what happened? Uh, well, because like we had um, from, like back when the second kid was born. Yeah. We were like, my wife was like, okay, we're done with kids, right? And I need, I'm gonna need, yeah, to party. right. I need okay. to party. New Year's Eve, we're getting the nanny. I need to put some booze in my breast milk. Yeah, she's like, New Year's <laughs> Eve, we're. I don't even know. New Year's Eve, we're going out, we're partying, we're gonna find a big party. I want to shake my ass and tits. What? She said that. Yeah, yeah. And she, she was, she was like, she was like, I want to get scandalous. Like, I want to be a hoe. Okay. She's like, I want you to fuck me in a tower someplace. What? <laughs> because, okay. Because, uh, like... This is a, a rebellion against her... Uh... No, but well, it was funny because, like, her when we were first dating, like, that first year, yeah. we went to a Halloween party in a castle. Okay. And in one of, like, what are, what are the things called? Like, the spires? Turret. The, the circular... Uh, a turret. Column? Those turrets? A turret. Okay, well, like, there, there was a turret there. Yeah. And there was, like, a door on it. That'd we... be a good nickname for you. What's up, turret? The turret. Yeah. Well, we went into the turret. Yeah. And this is a Halloween party. This is, I, I was dressed right. as a Christmas tree. Right. And she was dressed as, you know. Right. Uh, one of her. Like you know, slutty, slutty cats, slutty, slutty maids, yeah. slutty. Whatever, that year yes. she was a dungeon slut. She, okay. She went as this year again, too. Okay. Uh, but so we, so I lift, you know, we had sex. Oh, well, hello. In the tower. Very revealing, Lemmy. In the tower. the chew crew. But we got, we got busted. Somebody what do you mean? Somebody opened the door oh. while we were having sex. And they're like, oh, sorry. And, yeah. like, and what they opened the door is, is basically like Club Dread. They saw a Christmas tree having sex with a, <laughs> a right. slutty chick. So that's what right. she was referring to. She was like, Where was this castle? It, it was in Hollywood. Okay. There's like three castles in Hollywood. Okay. And uh, and so anyway, so she was like, I want that. I want to get down like that. Okay. On okay. New Year's Eve. So like we, we, our nanny, we were like, when we get you for New Year's Eve, and you know, she, it's like tw- you pay like twice as much. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm yours." And like, she got asked by other people. To and this do- is like when, like in this is like April. April. Yeah. Okay. You she- reserved your babysitter for New Year's Eve in April, eight months in advance. Right. And she was like, "Yeah." And other people <laughs> were asking her. She's like, I, "She's like, it's funny." Like a week later, she's like, "My the other people I work for, they asked me for New Year's in Eve in May." Yeah. <laughs> and I to- and I told them that I was yeah, already I, reserved. I try to get somebody like two days before. Yeah. Well, yeah. what happened is. Like I said, everybody got sick. My wife didn't have a voice. Her voice just started coming back on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh God. And so, like, two days before New Year's Eve, I, like, I could see it coming. I was like, I told the nanny, I was like, we don't need you. Oh. Sorry. But, like, I dicked her that way. Okay, because she could have taken any number of lucrative jobs. Yeah. You, well, maybe there's somebody at the last minute looking for somebody. Well, but I did give her a nice Christmas bonus. And okay. also, she was like, no, I'm, I'm happy. I'll get to spend it with my family. And so, uh, everyone, uh, your wife was too sick to go out for New Year's Eve. Yeah. But you, were gonna, you had something lined up. We'd, we, yeah, we had a few different, uh, that my job was to find like the craziest party. And <laughs> did you? Which in and of itself was kind who of. Who do like, you know now in these day, this day and age who had the craziest New Year's party? Well, first I asked my manager. Okay. And he asked somebody who got me one of those, like, you know, it's like the fucking crystal ball. <laughs> right. You know, you pay like 150 bucks and go like party with like 3,000 other people. That you like, don't know. Not interested. Okay. Then I asked our, our buddy Hank. Who's married to a model? Right. I was like, "Well, you got any model parties? Uh, <laughs> like dance floor?" I was like, "My wife just needs a dance floor. She just literally just wants to so, like." So you you're so simple. Shake you people are so simple. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And he was he was like <laughs> you need uh, model parties. Well, he was like, "I'm I'm going to be in Pittsburgh, but uh, but let me ask my wife." Yeah. And then he he sent me thing 
for like a, a party at the Viceroy Hotel. Okay. Similar type thing, smaller t- thing, but still, it's like it's like the gold and silver ball. Right. Okay. And uh, I just wanted a party in a castle, is what I was looking for. <laughs> right. Okay. Or like one of those awesome like uh, Halloween parties we used to go to, like the you know the South Park parties. Sure. 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 And uh, like somebody like in a, a warehouse. Yeah. Somebody with a ton of money. Yeah. Just spends a lot of it yeah. and uh, and in hosts a warehouse it. party. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's what I was looking for. But, All right. But so it was, it was going to be the Viceroy Hotel potentially, and then uh, and then this happened, so so I canceled it. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> but the funny thing was that then it was like, all right, what are we going to do? You know, like we've got the kids here and everything. And my wife was like, you know, on Netflix they've got, I, I guess they've got like uh, Netflix was offering this thing, which I actually thought was pretty great. It's for the kids. Uh huh. It's a it's like a New Year's countdown, like on TV. Oh, really? That you would see. Okay. But you can just put it on at any time. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, you know, if the kids' bedtime's at 8 o'clock, you can do it at 7 o'clock. Hey, 10, 9, eight, <laughs> Okay, seven, that's a seven. great idea. Okay. So we did that. Okay. And then, um, <laughs> and then, now, was your dad and your sister no, they were gone. there? Okay. They were gone at that point. Okay. But then, like, uh, you know, we got a couple bottles of Prosecco, and we we're like, you know, sure. we're still going to hang out and have a little champagne here right. with some Prosecco. Right. And she was like, um, would you mind? If we like, uh, do, do you want to watch one of those things on TV, like them countdowns? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Why like not? one of the regular one, the one that's on ABC or NBC. Or yeah, yeah. I watched some of that, yes. Yeah, I'm sure you probably watched like Anderson and Kathy. Uh, I, 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 I was changing channels around to see which one was the least annoying. Yeah. I found them to be all incredibly fucking annoying. We found a great one. Which one? My, my, my Is it that one like a Channel Nine or something that was like the hip hop one? <laughs> yeah, was it? It was Pitbull. Pitbull, exactly. Okay, right. Pitbull's New Year's Revolution. I didn't go to that one. Yeah, Pitbull's New Year's Revolution. I was with my kids, but yeah, in Miami. Yeah, anything. If, if, if there's the word Miami attached, to your anything, wife's my, in. My wife's in. She's right. like, she's like, Daya, Pitbull, um, Miami New Year's Eve special. I, I kind of want to watch that one. <laughs> I was like, all right. It turned out to be fucking awesome. Why? What was so great about it? Well, because it wasn't the usual, like, we're just standing here bantering, back, yeah. like Anderson and, and Kathy Griffin, like, right. you know, taking their bras off. Yeah, and she was trying to see how, how much she could offend yeah. Anderson and how offended Anderson could act. Yeah, you know? exactly. Act. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Pitbull comes out. Yeah. And so he plays, like, a fucking song. He's like, dale, dale. It's, it's like, you know, it's fucking New Year's Eve. He's like, give me some cocaina, dame la gasolina, punta, punta, punta. You know, like, that kind of shit. <laughs> right. And then, like, with his fucking hot dancers, they're, ca- they're called, like, the worst girls or something like that. Okay. Like the, the not good girls or something like that. <laughs> okay. Just these awesome, like... The sluts. Hispanic dancers who are fucking okay. hot. Okay. And then it's like, you know, he, he's got, like, some guests that come out and shit like that. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. uh, like what kind of guest does a pit bull have? Well, so like, does a pit bull have yeah. a, a, a bone? <laughs> what kind of guest? <laughs> but like, uh, no, like, like, was Gloria Estefan there? No, but they had different rooms. They had different stages and different rooms, and they would just pop around. And it's oh, like, okay. So like, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. You're not an aficionado. But the band with uh, it's not Blink 182, or is it? The uh, yeah, Blink 182, the band with uh, that Pete Wentz guy. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I know. They're in like a a room uh, playing a concert mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people in there like i mean the, it's a packed house right and it looks fun it's like it's like basically a living room and there's like a you know a band a real band playing and they're over there and then another room there's like enrique iglesias <laughs> okay who was doing songs he was fucking working it too. okay i'm sure he's I'm sure cool he enrique is cool i know he is <laughs> and like and that room you're like oh my god like the like 
they're like models in there, like they're lip mouthing the words to what he's singing. He's like singing to like ten of them at the same time. Okay, the room's packed. You're like, oh, he's getting laid tonight. <laughs> New Year's Eve is good. 2015 is going to be good for Enrique Iglesias. Right, right. And then like they have some bands on the main stage. It's like there's a band called like the the band Perry or something, which I bet your kids yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. like uh, uh, a bunch of a bunch of other things, a bunch of other bands, and right. like uh, there's like a magician. Okay. And so you and your wife were just loving it. Yeah, and they were like Lala Anthony was like the like the MC and there's like this hot Hispanic chick who I was like, She's hot. And my wife's like, She is hot. <laughs> and it's like very Latin and everything. And like at one point Pitbull like wiped out on the dance floor, like just slipped on some booze. <laughs> okay. And he got up and fucking played it. He he took a shot. Yeah. And then he like came around and slipped and wiped out on some booze. It was a live TV. Right. And got up and he's like, Oh, that's how good that shot is. And everyone's like, Ah, holy shit, Pitbull's awesome. You the you the mayor of Miami because he's the he's the king of Miami, Mister Three Hundred Five. And then he like, towards midnight, like at fifteen minutes to go, he got on a yacht. <laughs> and, uh, and and he auto voiced himself. No, they sailed they sailed to the port across the way to, okay. to another stage. Okay, and he came out there and like busted out like a, a great song that they timed perfectly to like. The ball drop at ten seconds. They they they, they worked it in there like the ten on the bucket, the ten nine, and then it was it was great. Okay, and they did like like a couple of routines. It like, sounds fun. I specifically avoided it because I was watching with my kids. Like I don't think I should put the pit bull one on. Why? Because you don't think they like hip hop, or you thought it was going to be naughty? I thought it'd be naughty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like the scantily clad women. Yeah. Was Miami? It's like he's sweating. You're like it, it kind of like oh, and then like the local weather woman who, who's like this hot, uh, uh, I think uh, like a black Dominican chick. Okay, hot. She'd come on, she had a weather map. <laughs> they would come like uh, she'd come okay. on, and it's like it's they show it's like rain or snow everywhere in the country. They just have and it's it's for comedy's sake. Like California, it's like rain, 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 all or like snow, snow, snow. And then Miami, just like a sun with sunglasses, and they're like all right. And she's like making fun of everyone else in the country, like it's Miami. Now is she rapping too, or no? No, it was very like you know, it was very like Miami's a fucking caliente town, dude. I know. Like you go to you land at Miami airport, they're speaking Spanish and not English. Sure, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I know we went together. You and I. I've been there. We've been we've been together a couple times. Okay, and did so that did it get your wife out of the doldrums of sickness? Uh, Yeah, like we like listen. This is we have fucking boozing and doing shots together. We have a different. we have a different type of uh, thing going. Like, our, we didn't have a honky, a, a white Christmas. Like, you're talking about. <laughs> right. Like, I know. At one point during the thing, like, my wife and I, just the two of us, yeah. are on our feet dancing in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking, like, pit bull. And Holy he, shit. He, I don't think that would ever happen. Have you ever danced alone with your wife in the living room? Never. Not even like the romantic kind they show on like uh, the West Wing or something. No, <laughs> the West Wing. Yeah, like Martin. Like Sheen on a Propecia his... or whatever you call it, a Cialis ad, like one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. When the moment is right. <laughs> no, never. Uh, I've danced with my kids in the living room. Okay, but like comedy dancing. Yeah, yeah. Like you making an ass out of yourself. Well, yeah, everyone making an ass of themselves. Yeah. yeah, but no, I don't think I've ever. God, I can't. I don't think I've ever done that. No. Yeah. My wife now. Yeah. We didn't. We watched The Hobbit. Okay. <laughs> oh, the Hobbit! I uh, no, that's what my kids wanted to do. Well, they wanted to. Uh, I mean, we traveled right, and we had just gotten home, so I was like, "I'm not going anywhere." And so we just hung out, and we did it last year where they wa- we watched the other Hobbit, yeah, the previous Hobbit Smaug. movie, Smaug, the Desolation of Smaug, the Desolation of Smaug, and uh, so they wanted to watch the new one because we get the screeners, you know. Yeah, 
And so uh, we watched the screener of uh, of uh, The Hobbit, and uh, it ended like about a half an hour before midnight. So we watched about a half an hour of various uh, Ryan Seacrest and Carson Daly and, you know, insert yeah. unoffensive guy here. Insert tight white host. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, that was kind of painful, and uh, and uh, yeah, we, we popped a little champagne bottle. All okay. the kids had a little shot glass of champagne. Okay, and so um, yeah, so it was a very uneventful New Year's Eve. Okay, but uh, you know, so you're not drinking. Is that a New Year's resolution? Um, uh, drinking is not the New Year's resolution. I'm just getting in shape. Why? We got a pilot. Yeah, we're shooting a pilot. We're shooting a pilot, and. Uh, and also, you just come out of Christmas, and you're just out of, you're just out of shape, man. Like, yeah. you come out of there, no matter how good you try to be, uh, you come out of the holidays, and it's never... You're always in the worst shape of your life. Oh, my God. I feel like. Yeah, no, my, my friend Andy Ballin, who we've had on the podcast before, yeah. his thing is he always sends around a pecan pie to all his friends. Okay. Like, like Texas, a special kind or something? His wife is from Texas, so it's a Texas pecan pie. Okay, okay. You know, like, big pecans. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make pecans. Uh, Big red state pecans. They do in Texas. All right. Okay. So, well, first of all, my my, my wife's dad sent uh, the, his gift to us was Omaha, an Omaha steak. Sure, gift box. always good. So it was like a bunch of steaks, a bunch of pork chops, yeah. a bunch of, like stuffed sole, a bunch of hot like jumbo hot. I mean, like meat. Yeah, sure. We're eating. You know, that's, we're just eating that. Yeah. And then like so, then Bellin gets me the pecan pie. I love that pecan pie. Sure. And it's really you are sweet. a pecan pie guy. I, I love it, and right. uh, we got ice cream and everything, but it's like, I'm, I'm the guy, and it's been like this for years, that pecan pie is just sitting there in my kitchen all day long. I'm just going in there with a fork. Right. Not even cutting Taking myself a, a piece. It's like, oh, and I'm like, and making the joke, oh, it looks a little uneven, got to straighten it out, keep biting, then it's perfectly straight. I'm like, oh, I got to dent it a little. Well, the, <laughs> I get, and right. I just keep eating pecan pie. And the problem is, like, in my f- house, like, if we have a pie, my kids will eat pie because they're old enough. Your kids aren't even old enough to eat pie. No. So you're the only one eating that pie, right? Oh, I'm eating that pie. Right. That, eating that pie. And uh, and then what happened was, you know, like we're shooting the pilot. We start February 4th shooting. Yeah. And uh, I got uh, a rough cut sent to me of an independent film I had done. Yeah, okay. Last summer, which I basically look the same <laughs> as I do now. Right. And I looked at it. I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I look fucking awful. Right. Like I'm, I'm fat. Right. Like look, I got a pot belly. Sure. And it was like, and, and that got me to say like, okay, I am buckling down. Sure. And I have like, I literally haven't had a drop of alcohol. I have not been overeating. I've been exercising my ass off. <laughs> okay. And I good. almost said the D word. I know. Way to catch yourself. And uh, because you know you have to if you're if you're gonna like put a pilot and have the network look at the pilot, you can't just all be out of shape. You have to be pleasing to the eye. Yeah, you can't be offensive looking. It's just the way it is. It's a, it's a cruel reality of Hollywood. But the, also, I mean, it's it's actually a nice motivation thing to get. Like, you know, you come out of the holidays, you look like shit, you feel like shit, and then something like this can motivate you into, you know, oh yeah, dropping some LBs. You know oh yeah, that? no, I'm 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 feeling great. So I'm going I'm going hardcore. Drop the LBs. Okay. I'll try not to, try not to drink until we shoot. Don't try, just do. Yeah. And uh, and then that'll kick off the year where, you know, yeah. that's a good New Year's resolution. Yeah. You know? And Lose then, a little uh, weight. And then hopefully we'll be shooting some more stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the other New Year's resolution that I have. I'd love to... I'd like to do a little more in front of the camera work this year. Okay. 
I can I film you. I doing feel like stuff. I didn't do enough in front of the camera last year. What did you do last year? Uh, did we do anything uh, last year? Were we fatty and tatty or anything like that? Uh, did we do our stand-up special last year? Oh yeah, we shot our stand-up special. Right, we did stand-up special. We did. Um, I think I did workaholics last year. Oh, you did do workaholics, I and did, you did Agent Carter. What Agent are you talking Carter. about? Carter. I mean, I just well, it's just like you know. It's one of those deals where, you know, we're going to shoot this pilot and, you know, you, you realize that the more you do in front of the camera, like anything else, the more practice you have, the more, you know, the better you are at it, the better you are at it. Sure. And so, you know, sometimes you get out of practice. So it's good to, to uh, I like to be in practice. Sure, sure, sure. You okay, know, so I mean, I think we'll get out and do some more stand-up later on, but I think we're going to try to shoot some stuff in the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have some good stuff lined up. Um, so hitting the gym, I, I joined Equinox. Oh, that's right. You talked about that. I joined Equinox. I, now and you had a trainer, or you don't have a trainer anymore. I had a trainer, and yeah. now like uh, he actually moved to another location. Okay. And so Abandoned simultaneously, you? my package ran out. Okay. And now I've been taking doing. My wife was like, "You should take the, the classes. They kick your ass." Uh huh. She's right. I've been taking the classes and at Equinox. Like what? Like spinning classes or something? No, Kev. <laughs> no, Kev. That's what they have at Crunch. Okay. 24-hour fitness. Hey, don't badmouth anybody. I like Crunch. Don't I like badmouth. You're right. No, why should I? Why, why do right. I? Why, I right. apologize to Crunch and 24-hour fitness. Although at Equinox, the trainers all make fun of 24-hour fitness. <laughs> do they? Yeah. They're like, uh, this isn't 24-hour fitness after all. Or like, oh, I'd leave okay. my cell phone someplace. They're like, don't worry. At 24-hour fitness, that thing would be gone. All right. But here, it stays. They uh, make the same jokes over at 24 Hour Fitness. Yeah, I'm sure they Equinox. do. No, not about Equinox. Yeah, not about, about Equinox. Yeah, about Equinox. Uh, but um, oh yeah, you want to get your nails done? You should go over to Equinox. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to massage? You you want to uh, you want to take it easy? Mm-hmm. Have air conditioning? Go over to Equinox. Yeah. Sure. You want to cool. work out and see results? Yeah. You stay here. Yeah. Stay here. Uh, but uh, been t- these classes are like super. So you've been doing spinning classes? No, I did like a, today. The class I took this morning was TRX. Is that like a spin on PX90 or No, whatever? no, it's not. It's like P90X, a, whatever. It's like bands hanging from the ceiling. Okay. And you're like like lifting yourself up and like like you put your feet in these stirrups and you hold planks and you do push-ups and like Right. Uh, you know, and it's like a lot of cardio. Okay. They kick your fucking ass. Right? Okay. You make fun of them. You, like you make fun of them. you got that smug Irish uh, look on I your face. What? Why why what? I'm not doing but that. But these things I'm try I'm working out too. Yeah, burn calories. I bought a treadmill the other day. I know. Where is it? It's going to be here this weekend. Okay. Oh, it's not here yet. You should have bought mine. I'm trying to unload mine. Nah. Treadmills, I I feel like I don't don't use treadmills. I am not. So like a a used treadmill is like a used mattress? Maybe. Yeah. Because you'd never buy a used mattress, would you? Never. A used couch? Would you buy a used couch? No. Used uh, running shoe? Would you buy a used running shoe? No, I wouldn't. Used spoons? No. Used underwear? No. I wouldn't buy you. Uh, and so, are you going to stick with this Equinox thing, or what's the, or is this one of these New Year's resolutions that falls off? No, no. I mean, I've been, I've been doing it for four, four months already. What about last year's resolution? Oh, the guitar. Yeah, the electric guitar. <laughs> How's that going? How's As you know, Kev. You know, it's funny. I forgot to bring my guitar for this very reason. I was going to play some songs. Oh, really? To show pl- what you've done in a year. Yeah, but wouldn't that be embarrassing for you? Uh, admittedly, I have not. Look, I ha- I had a second kid this year. I, it's hard to just play guitar I, I all the time. Get it, I get it. And I'm working. I get it. I'm trying to, you know, Bring you don't do anything. Bacon. You just sit around here all day uh, right. you know, eating mint cookies. <laughs> Not eating Some mint of cookies. us work. Uh, uh, how good is your guitar playing these days? Um, not great. When's the last time you played that guitar? Uh, a couple months. My kids love it when I play guitar. Okay. I, I play, like my kid requests. That's why you only do it like once a, month, once a year for them? Yeah. It's a very special day. I'm going to play <laughs> yeah, the guitar okay. for you. I, I never do this. This is something I, I used to do quite regularly, but yeah, I never until, did. Until you were born. I'm going to play the guitar yeah, for you. You ruined my guitar playing. Thank you, puppy. 
Papa, dame el guitarro. Play me some Enrique Iglesias, Daddy. Please, Papa. Uh, but uh, I have somebody actually tweeted me and said, ha- like they said, how's it going? Are you still doing uh, rock, uh, rock, uh, Rocksmith? So right. I don't even know the name of it anymore. Right. I was like, nah, it's, it's been tough. Like, you know, it's been tough. I, I've fallen off a little bit. They're like, yeah, uh, I've been doing this other thing. And they gave me a, a, a site that I can't remember offhand right now. Okay. But they were trying. I went and checked it out. I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good. And it is a, it is a, a faux guitar thing? Or what is it? It's not a faux guitar thing. <laughs> what is it? You plug your, your guitar, you know, you like follow, you learn. He's like, this, this actually has made me a lot better at playing guitar. So it's, a, it's an actual guitar teaching program or yeah. something? Okay. Yeah. You okay. sign up for it. And it's fr- but it's free. Okay. But it's online and it's like, you know, got a bunch of different. Stuff and so you did that, or I haven't done it yet. Okay. I, I checked it out. Okay. Is that one of your New Year's resolutions this year? Or no? You know, my my New Year's resolution ultimately is to sh- fucking shut you up. <laughs> and if 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 uh, what does that mean? Thing, you know what? You know what's going to happen, Queen? Yeah, I'm going to come here next. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing, but next uh, January fifth. Yeah, I'm going to come here with my guitar and play you a song so beautiful, it'll make you cry. Really? It'll yeah. make me weep. Yeah. Okay. I'll play you Irish Eyes Are Crying just to fucking cement the irony. <laughs> sure. Okay. Are you making note to self on it? Uh, yeah, here right now. I'm, 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 note I'm, to self. I'm writing it down. Um, I wonder what other people's New Year's resolution... I wonder what the True Crew's New Year's resolution is. True Crew. Let's get some good guests on this year. How's that? That's a good resolution. I love that. Let's... Uh, oh, I'll tell you what. You know what? what is great that, what? We, that we should talk about? Is because uh, we've we've touched on it a couple times this year, but uh, our fantasy football season came to an end. It did come to an end recently. Recently, and um, I wish, uh, like, I'd like to say, we, and we have a new fantasy football champion, uh, a new Super Bowl winner. A new, yes, a, a new fantasy football champion, uh, Super Bowl victor. Yeah, yeah, a champion, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish I could say we have a new one, but we actually have the same one as we had last year. Right. Um, we have a repeat champion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wish I could say that it wasn't me, but it is me. Oh, why do you wish that you could say it wasn't you? Well, just in, in you know, for the sake of modesty. Right. I don't mean to brag, but clearly you're not going to offer this up because you're trying to you're trying to nitpick me and get. Uh, well, I'm not nitpicking. I, I mean, I, there's, the a, there's a pool of money. Yeah. I won two thirds of the pool of oh, money. Oh, so you just play for the money, not the you don't yes. win the championship? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I play for the money. Well, there's champ there's championship money, so I I played for that money certainly. But I'm saying if you're going to try to decide... Who's the champion? Who the champion is. The champion is the guy who won the most money. No, the champion and is the, pers- the, per- the person with the first place trophy, and that's me. Um, the, per- the person who won the Super Bowl yeah, is you. like every fantasy football league. The only fantasy football league in the country that doesn't value the championship is, is, is you. We value it. We give it one-third valuation. Yeah, but, like, uh, but you were on a podcast this past week. I was. I was on Dennis Farrell's podcast. Dennis Farrell's podcast. Shout out to Dennis. Yeah, and he admitted he's he's in my like everybody's in my camp. Points and record is or his radio show. It's his radio show. Yeah, it, points and record is great, and yeah. prizes should be given to those things. But the ultimate goal, like NFL football, is to win the championship. That's why you have playoffs, and that's why you have a title game, is to win the ultimate prize. Right. And, oh, by like, the way, by the way, I just want people to know. I did uh, play against Kevin Heffernan in the Fantasy Football Championship. <laughs> he and I went against each other. True, true. And there was a lot of trash talk. Peyton Manning let me down a little bit. There was a lot of trash. But here's the other interesting thing about Dennis Farrell is that, is that uh, you had you know you for some reason rely on outside hmm. experts to manage your teams. 
Me, I don't do that. I just do it myself. I so are you going to share that money with Dennis? I uh, I didn't talk to him about this league. I talked about my keeper league. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Um, what are your uh, predictions like for I 2015? You, like I want to talk to you anymore. What are your predictions for 2015, Lemmy? Uh, my predictions for 2015. I, I predict they're going to invent a teleporting device this year. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like uh, like the fly? Like you end up somewhere else? Wouldn't and have that like be a, ironic if I became like the, a fly, I, a d- the dick of a fly on you? Why and the you, body of Steve Lemmy? Why? Oh, I have flies, dick. Now we're going back to dicks. I thought we were done with that. No, no, you know. Um, Teleporter, so you can travel easier during Christmas, or what? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Me and the kids and, and the wife get go down to Cuba. And it's on the fucking airplanes. The embargo got lifted. Did I tell you what happened to my uh, my airplane flight pack? Oh, speaking of fantasy football, that one. Yeah, it was like the last. It was the last Sunday, I think, of football, and we were flying Virgin America uh, from New York to L.A. It's like a six-hour flight, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I was like, "All right, well, this is good, cool, because they have the TVs. You know, I'll just watch I'll watch for football, and there's some very you know big games on. It'll be good. It'll be fine." Yeah. And uh, so I got on there, and then the TVs. You know, they had the TVs. Every single channel on the TVs worked except for any channel that carried football. Mm-hmm. So like your CBS, your NBC Didn't come in What was the issue? I don't know So I'm like uh, I'm sorry but you know This TV Like what's the deal with these channels They're not all coming in Oh I'm sorry I'll reset the system Okay So they reset the system And then it doesn't work And I'm like In my mind I'm like There's got to be like A couple other dudes on this plane Who are pissed off about who are, this and- because that's fantasy football weekend. Yeah, and it doesn't seem that's, that's championship weekend, right? For some people, I mean, it's week seventeen. So, oh, and so uh, you know, I I, I assume there would be people, but but even it was just for championship weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it wasn't, it was, you know, you had those games on where it was like like the Panthers and the Falcons and those games that were being played determined, you know, like the you know, Bengals and the Steelers, like who was going to go to the playoffs, you know. Sure. And at least it was a, a, a good way to pass the time on a flight. Yeah. And the Giants were playing the Eagles. Oh, man, Kev. And so um, uh, I looked around. I figured there's at least some fucking dudes on this plane who would give a shit. Mm. Nobody seemed to care. Oh, no. Kind of like the Chew Crew right now. Go on. And, uh, and I went to every single flight attendant. And then finally I saw like a dude flight attendant up in the front oh, in first class. He's, and he's heavy, sad. He's eating a chicken wing. And you're like, that's my <laughs> He guy. was not. Drinking a beer. He was not. That is not the way the flight attendants are. And I walked up to that first class. And I was like, fuck it. I walked to that guy to talk to him. And he's like, I am sorry, sir. I understand what you... He had a New York accent. Okay. Say, I understand uh, your frustrations. Uh, we're trying to reset the system. How angry were you? I was angry and annoyed. Okay. Because nobody seemed to care and nobody seemed to be doing anything about it. Yeah. And this is passengers and flight attendants. Yeah. And uh, he said, but we, I, I promise you we are working on it. I have the pilots working on it right now, which I think is bullshit. It is bullshit. And uh, like they should be flying the plane. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It is bullshit. Not fixing my It'd TV. Your fish to fry. Yeah. And uh, he's like, we will try to get it. It's just, uh, you know, as we get close to L.A., the signal might be stronger. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want. He's throwing shit at me. It'll be too late by then. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. And then I sat down, and it never, never came up. You on. didn't pull like the, have you ever seen Freeloaders? I had to a movie with Richard Branson. I'm going to have your asses. <laughs> no, I didn't pull any of that shit. You didn't do that shit? No, I didn't Pre- do Pre-Madonna that. Prima stuff? I didn't do any of that. Well, do- I think my wife was waiting. Like, my wife, you know, was seeing me. 
like she would see me get up and go talk to somebody, and she knew that I was getting well, everybody, everybody who knows you knows, Kev. Yeah. But she would know. She was wondering, like, I think when I would fucking snap, but I didn't. It is one of my favorite things about you, Queen, is your tipping point. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to see when you're getting agitated, when something's really got you. And it's like the, fu- it's like the nice things. It's the guy things. It's like that. <laughs> or like that time we were, in, uh, we were in Maine and you were getting hungry and you, yeah. you still had to wait for like 11 people to shower before right. you could take the RV. Before we, uh, and you finally we could snapped. eat by committee, yes. Yeah, and you finally fucking snapped and yeah. s- slammed a door open. Yeah. I'm going to eat. And just marched off into the fucking blizzard. Right, and got a lobster roll. Yeah. Uh, but like that's uh, it's funny because your wife sees that the most. I've seen some great outbursts from you, like like that Halloween outburst going to the movie where we were stuck in traffic, right? And you said "fuck you, L.A." when you finally got through the traffic, right? And like you were angry, too. weaving through, weaving like on the highway. I've seen you weave through traffic like an angry man. Like you're sure. one of those guys. Like all of a sudden, the car jerks across eight lanes. Yeah, that's you. I take it out on everyone else. Yeah, I mean, there was a time you came home. We were like uh, we were in the backyard. You were stuck in traffic. And you. You came home, like, marched home and, like, went right to your tool shed, and then we heard you slamming a hammer against the fucking, your workbench. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Just to get out the tension. That's, you know, you get the tension out, and then you're fine. Yeah. But it is funny, those moments when it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here he goes. He's blowing up. It's happening. And he's going to take it out on somebody. Well, I like to think as I get older, it happens less, and I like to think that, um, um, I didn't, you know, I'm not going to do it on an airplane with my kids there, so. Sure, sure. But you also find, and I don't know if you find this, but like, as more people, when people know who you are, like if people are fans of Super Troopers or whatever, it's harder to snap. Yeah. Because, um, sure. People are fans, people, you know, whatever. Either you come back to haunt you or, you know, you, 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 yeah, well, you tell that to Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's constantly snapping. Yeah, I guess he's a different guy. But, like, you know, like I've been in restaurants where, like, the service is horrible. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, you'll wait for, like, an hour for a table, you know, with your kids. And, like, people are going in front of you. Whatever it is. Like, horrible, you know, they forget about you. Whatever it is. Yeah. And you, you want to snap so bad. And at the end, you get the bill. And the bill has, thanks, Farva, like, written on the bill. Oh, yeah. You know? And you, can, yeah, you can't. I always snap. think it's funny when they when they announce themselves that way, where it's like uh, they give you a line for the movie, and you're like, oh, I got to give them a bigger tip now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you can't. Uh, you can't be because then you wind up uh, being the asshole. Yeah, like, then, that guy, oh, that I met guy's, that guy. I met that guy. He's a dick. I did yeah. uh, see a great interview with that Rebel Wilson, uh-huh. that actress. Have we talked about that? She was talking about how back in Australia she won. Like Nicole Kidman, I guess, has like an acting, like a, either a scholarship or there's like a prize for like, uh, it's like a, a a really nice prize for an actor. You get to go, come to like a pro an acting program. Okay, uh, for free. And Weber Wilson was a waitress uh-huh. where she was in a restaurant. Okay. Details unimportant. But yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman is in, the, is in Australia having a dinner with Russell Crowe. Okay. And Rebel Wilson had just won the Nicole Kidman prize. Oh, okay. Okay. It's pure coincidence. And right. so she went up to the table right. to just tell her that she was the winner. And, and she was like, Excuse, and before she could even get the words out of her mouth, Russell Crowe was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking sulked away. Uh, that's good. Russell Crow. We have a lot of Russell Crowe. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I'm sure Nicole Kidman felt bad. Like, there are those moments, and you, you see those people in those situations. I remember watching, like, one of those things where, like, like Bruce Willis, who's known for being a dick, was, like, in one of those, uh, 
you know, movie interviews or press junket things. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. He was with another actress. And he just decided he was going to be a fucking dick. Yeah. And he was being a dick to the reporter. And the other actress is sitting there. Uh, and I think it was that the woman from, what, like, Weeds or whatever. What's the... Mary... Mary uh, Park. Uh, Louise Parker. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're sitting there going, like, what's going through that person's mind? Yeah. Like, she knows Bruce Willis. She's probably friendly with Bruce Willis. She doesn't know the guy's being a dick to. So she kind of has to be on Bruce Willis' side. But she knows he's being a dick. Yeah. But at the same time, she's on camera. Yeah. And she's promoting the movie also. Yeah. So what the fuck is she going to do? I don't know. What can you do? It goes back to it. It's like the waiter who gets in the middle of the bill fight. Yeah. I saw a great one back uh, back when I was uh, dating slash married to my Swedish green card <laughs> right. wife. I was in Sweden. Right. And uh, it was the summertime, and it was uh, the F- Philadelphia Flyers against the Detroit Red Wings. Okay. Uh, so this is in the 90s. And the the Red Wings were en route to sweeping the Philadelphia Flyers okay. out of the finals okay. of the Stanley Cup. And, uh, like, I just never, it never occurred to me that this type of thing happened, but, like, the game was being broadcast in Sweden. Yeah. All the games. Yeah. And uh, so John LeClaire, a player for the Philadelphia Flyers. Right. A Swedish TV station had a woman there. Yeah. And they were doing a between periods interview with him. Okay. Like, in a chair and everything like that. Yeah. And he came, and he came in, and they're losing again. Yeah. And, and like, and he's, and he's fucking pissed off. Right. It's like. You know, it's like, look, if it's ABC or ESPN, they're like, yeah, we want to interview you between periods. Yeah. By the way, they never interview the losing players. They're, they always get winners <laughs> sure. between periods because they don't want... On the big... Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's, but I guess in Swede, the Swedish ones, like John LeClaire has to go in there and he's pissed off. Right. And sweating. And it's this woman and she's like, yeah, yeah what are you going to do about the losing? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and she like asked another question, which is like... A, it was tough to understand her. She's like, and the the uh, and the ice condition don't win. And he's like, what? And just like snaps at her. And she's like, and she asks the question again. And he's like, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm out of here. And like, just rips the mic off and gets up and walks out. And she's like, oh, like, you know, scared, but like, sure. It was one of those. Sure, I just remember it. Yeah. What? I mean, what's she gonna do about it? What's she gonna do? Yeah. Eat some meatballs. Yeah. Eat some Swedish meatballs. I think we offended him. I think we need to go get into the booboo pool. Oh, looks like somebody needs a little hot cocoa with the mini marshmallows. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. Did you have any other 2015 predictions? You said teleporter. I, I get my guitar thing uh, going a little bit more. That's a that's a not a predict. That's a resolution. Okay, oh, I it. predict it's going to happen. I predict that's going to happen. What do you predict? I don't know. Like, like I feel like like I was thinking recently about how you know how like all. Like, all these TV shows that we like and we watch have, like, all these fucking British actors acting like Americans. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the year that we're going to find out that it was that's a conspiracy. Uh, okay, go on. That, some, that something is going on and the Brits are trying to take over. That's the British invasion part. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's all going to come out, I feel like. Now. Okay. Okay. That's my f- prediction. Uh, 2015 is we find out what plan the Brits have for us. Okay. All right. You think they've got nefarious intentions? They're going to take over our theater and film and then... Uh, I don't know. That's their that's their plan? I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I'm oh. tired of them with their American accents. We're going to call it Operation Drama Queens. Operation Infiltration. Step one. 
is we are going to play all the great roles. A British man is going to play Superman. Mm-hmm. A British man is going to play the, the leader of the Walking Dead Rebellion. Rick Grimes. I were targeting that Rick Grimes role. You hate Prince, don't you? <laughs> I don't, you I won't like watch him. those British movies. I like them. I Look, like Prince. Y- your kids are—I uh, bet your kids are British too. You ever think about that? I know. That's where I found out everyone's British. Yeah. Oh, Poppy! Oh, Poppy! Would you like a mint cookie? People are worried about other things. Other people infiltrating and invading our country. Watch out for the Brits. It's—I'll tell you what—they call them noodles the and crumbs. Everybody. Noodles and crumbs. noodles and crumbs. All right, I'm gonna eat some noodles and crumbs on the way out. Uh, go Pitbull. <laughs> um, I think this is the year that you party with Pitbull. I would love to party with Pitbull. He's Mr. 305. Dude. I know. This is the year you guys share a bottle of the bubbly. All right, True Crew. All right, True Crew. Well, Happy New Year. And um, uh, let's have a good year. Yeah. We're just going to have a good time. Yeah, have a good time all the time. Happy 2015, everybody. 2015. Live the dream. All right. Chew on the way out. Mmm. 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 Tastes like success. Mm, tastes like Prosecco. <laughs> Later, everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 